Anything scary in baseball? A bad ump. That's bad. Joe West. Here to ruin your playoff hopes. Contact tracing. <laughs> to take everybody back for a minute um, mm-hmm. to your high school or middle school gym classes. Yes. Um, if this sparks bad memories for you, I apologize. But if it sparks <laughs> like weird memories that like you didn't, it, it unlocked memories for me when I was thinking about it earlier. Um, and it was like we were talking to somebody who went to a different high school because um, me and my coworker went to the same high school. And we were talking about our gym experiences versus what they experienced at their other school. Um, now, we, the three of us, all went to the same high school. Yeah. The experience, a shared experience that we had of gym class yeah. was, was right on. So how our gym class was cut up, it was cut up into six, six units throughout the year. You, yes? You concur? I don't think I could have pulled that number out of my butt. It was like, Ever. So instead of like quarters, which is what every other class was like split up into, Jim did like six of them. Six, what do you call them? Units. units. Yeah, six units, yeah. Programs. Uh, and there were certain units everyone took together. Like? Social dance. Okay, I remember, I remember, well, I, I only took gym class up until 11th grade because in 11th grade I took two so I wouldn't have to take them in senior year. Yeah. Uh, so... The one was social dance, which was like where you learn ballroom dances and square line dancing, dancing. Line, line dancing, all that kind of stuff. Which I'm learning is like a, uh, I learned this on a podcast is that uh, <laughs> states that have, you know, a, a, a less uh, mostly white population, mm-hmm. they learn like Latin dances and other types of dances. Meanwhile, we're over here doing line dances. Yeah, like I had to, I had to waltz. Um, and the funny thing about social dance was that like the ratios never worked out where they had exactly no. as many girls as guys. Um, so like it, it was, it, you were just running to find somebody <laughs> to dance with. Desperate for a partner. Did you ever, did you, Sydney, did you ever dance with a girl? Evan, did you ever dance with another guy? No, uh, Robbie yeah. was my, Robbie was my eternal partner okay. for social dance. I, so went in my gym class because I took two, there was like this little group of 11th graders. It was only four people. Okay. Five people. Um, so, and then the rest were all seniors. Upperclassmen. So yeah. the five of us just made a pod and we just was like rotate the person who danced by themselves. <laughs> uh, I had a friend <laughs> when I was in 11th grade. Two girls, three guys. <laughs> that just, that's, that's, yep, that's sound something. Right. Yeah. That's something. Uh, just want to break it down. When I was in 11th grade, I had a 12th grade guy who was in 11th grade social dance before he was like hey there are clearly not enough girls let's just dance together so i danced with him the entire unit mm-hmm. uh and then when i was in 12th grade i had a friend who was you know in it with me so we we danced together as well so that was one thing like social dance was mm, something else 
it was not fun. Well, the fun part was watching the teachers try to teach it. I think that was more fun. Than yeah, the and like unit the itself. music. I will never get the music out of my head. Like no. I will always associate certain songs with like, oh, this was the social dance song. Um, I must have blocked this out because I cannot remember a single thing. All I remember is who our little pot of 11th graders <laughs> was, and that was it. The other unit that everyone had to take at the same time was volleyball. Volleyball! The best unit concussion. in gym class. Concussion. Yeah. I did get a concussion. <laughs> Sydney had the uh, unfortunate, unfortunate story uh, of getting hit in the face. Yeah, Greg we... Shepard hit me in the back of the head with a volleyball Ooh, right before my him. birthday. I doxed him. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. <laughs> Sorry, I know Greg. you're listening. Uh, and there was what else? There was there was the outdoor ones. Did where you do you orienteering or no, no. tennis or I did, walking? I did, go- I did golf. I did uh, racket sports. Well, we all had to do orienteering. Actually, pickleball was a great one. That's um, just indoor tennis for people. Yeah, it's like it's like halfway between ping pong and tennis. Strength training. There was always like you just go I did up strength to the, training. Okay, you know, the yeah. weight room. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think. All of that to be said, then we got talking about uniforms, like gym uniforms. Uh, and I was like, what a dumb thing it was that we had to like change into like a specific uniform. Like they were like, your shorts have to be either black, white, or green. 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 Yeah. And your shirt has to be either white or green. That's it. Or gray. And you're like, gray. Or, or gray, yeah. Not black for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, we weren't allowed to work. do black shirts. No. Why not allowed that? to do black. Not allowed to do anything other than that. So like you'd have kids who'd be like, crap, I don't have any of those color shirts. Now I got to like buy a shirt. And you have to ruin it because you have to write your name <laughs> in yep. Sharpie across the back yep. of your shirt. Why did we do that? And then and then it, it doesn't make sense to bring it home every class. So you leave it in the stinky gym locker oh just my God. festering yep. for a year. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Fester. You could always <laughs> tell the kids that, that never took it home because it would just be so wrinkled. So wrinkled. Were you one of those kids? No. Were you one of those? Absolutely not. I was one of those kids. Oh, yeah, go figure. And I think every year I left the shirt there and just threw it out. Now, I did. I just would. Call it, called it a career. For I sure. would leave shoes there. Like yep. my, my gym I would also shoes. Leave shoes there. I'd always leave sneakers in there. Yeah. I still I still have my pen Penridge, that's where we went. My Penridge sanctioned shorts that I got in sixth grade. That was the other thing. I still they like have would them. send a catalog. Yeah, home you could and be order like, your gym clothes. Buy the gym clothes. And and like I don't know, you could, I think they would offer that you could have your name printed on yeah. the back. Yeah. Yeah, they would so actually. So you didn't do it have for to you. like sharpie it together. Uh Man, that was so dumb. And I actually asked a current high schooler if they still do the name thing. And she said, yes. They still make you write it on it? Yes. Why? I don't understand. I'm like, okay, the classes weren't that big. Okay. So I don't know if they were doing it for like safety. Identification. What? Well, they made us all dress the same. And then. This is true. Now they can't identify us. Let's put our names on the backs of our shirts. Why are the colors important also? Yeah. Like I get that uniformity, they uniformity. That's all it is. So they know, just, like, oh, know. that kid out there, he's in play, he's in gym class. He's not just wandering. He's not just some random kid yeah. walk down the hill. <laughs> but like you, high school, you know, because he's not in jeans. Okay, or he's like in like yeah, workout. You forget clothes. your uniform and you just go out in jeans. That's the other you thing. Get you get a point off or kids whatever. That would like forget their uniform and just be doing volleyball in jeans. And yeah. it was a disaster. These gym classes. Uh, but welcome in. This is. The gym class episode. <laughs> this is episode 35 of the Red Shirt Waterboys podcast. And 
It is our Halloween episode. Ooh, Ooh spooky. Scary. Boo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're doing anything special for it. I think we're getting to our candy bracket in the, uh, that's the finale of the candy yeah. bracket. We did we did uh, do like five or ten minutes of coming up with spooky Halloween costumes that are sports related. Sports related. So like, listen, uh, a torn ACL. That seems like the easy one, right? <laughs> I mean, it's terrifying. It's the, yeah. the worst words. Contact tracing. I liked that one. That one's How would you be yeah. a contact tracer? Like, what? Oh, be a map of the facility. Um, a list of people. <laughs> list Have like of, the serial killer yes, board. The board with the, with yeah. the yarn with the red yarn. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, so I guess look out for that stuff. But anyway, uh, we are talking some NFL because the, I think the most interesting story that happened this week in the NFL was the Tom Brady. Uh, he's the only human to throw for 600 touchdown passes in, in history of the sport. Mm -hmm. And you know, that, that ball obviously means a lot to, you know, it means a lot for the NFL. It's memorabilia, but it also means a lot to Tom personally. And Mike Evans, who caught the touchdown pass, gave it right away. Like he gave it to a fan in the stands, not thinking that it was Tom's 600th ball. Um, and then the Bucks sent an employee to go get the ball from the guy. Then started the, well, what did the guy get in return? And little by little, details would like surface of, he also got this. He also got this. So it started by saying, Tom will give him a signed jersey, a signed helmet, and he will give him $1,000 to the uh, Buccaneers team store because this guy's obviously a Buccaneers fan. That's how it started. Then Mike Evans said, well, I'll also throw in a signed jersey and the cleats that I wore for that game. So now this mm. guy's got like a lot of memorabilia. He's got the cleats that caught Tom's Brady's 600th pass. Yeah. Pass. I mean, that's, that's, pretty good. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Then... They're like, okay, yeah, that's still not enough, I think. So here's season tickets for the rest of this year and all of next year. That's probably like what, like ten grand? I mean, that's like that's certainly a lot of money. And if all of that wasn't enough, Tom Brady then said on the Peyton Manning and Eli Manning cast. Manning cast on Monday Night Football that he said he's also supplying the guy with one Bitcoin. He's transferring an entire Bitcoin, which, which uh, Evan, what is the market value of a Bitcoin? I as will of tell you right morning? now. I'm bringing it up. $60,707. Okay, so sixty grand. Uh, he basically paid him in, in cash. Everything else was paid in different uh, products. Tom Brady, that's a horrible negotiation on his part. As soon as you get that ball back, you don't you don't owe him anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that ball is worth probably like half a million dollars. That's what they said. <laughs> they're like, you know, somebody appraised it and they're like, that's one of the most expensive footballs that you could, you know, have. And that guy had it in his possession. Now, I don't know if like what if that guy didn't give it to the employee right away? Like what if he said, "No, I I'm going to use this as a ransom." King's ransom. Yeah. And to just, you know, try and get as much as he could for it. What would happen then? Would they like not let him out of the stadium? I don't know. They probably would have to, right? It's his. They'd probably be like, Tom, uh, Mr. Brady would like to speak to you. I mean, what happens to like a home run ball that's like, you know, somebody's 500th home run or something? And 
are they expected to get that ball back? Probably not. Well, don't they usually send people the like staff at the parks? And um, that's what they did in this case. And the guy gave it back right away and said like, yeah, whatever you give me, that's fine. I don't care. I totally understand. And like, that's probably what most of us would have done yeah. uh, if a team employee came over and was, you know, but like, what if, what if this guy had the forethought to be like, no, I, he's going to hold out. Yeah. Give me some offers, man. And I, I need to well, hear what I'm I bet. Back. I bet what they would do is there's probably some NFL rule code of conduct for the fans that's like if you have a ball it's like not your property until you leave the facility or something like that like there's probably some stupid rule that they would just like okay you have to give it back to us and now you lost your reward (laughs) yeah and now and now you have nothing and tom thinks you're a jerk so you're not getting anything i think that's probably why uh tom kept showering and adding things on to the uh to the deal because he's like oh you're so nice about it i'll throw in a bitcoin oh you said give me two throwing the ticket what's yeah. another bitcoin that's what i'm saying he he has this what's the place he, he ftx adver- yeah ftx he advertises that's a cryptocurrency trading platform yeah um so i mean i'm sure he's he's got some bitcoin oh so he's got probably more than just bitcoin also isn't it insane how much cryptocurrency is like infiltrating sports yeah it's i mean like the sixers Premier sponsor is crypto.com. Yeah. Like that is insane. Now, I can't believe that. I know like very little about cryptocurrency. I know that it's basically worthless unless <laughs> we tell it it's worth something. Like, I mean, that's anything. Gold it, is worthless. Uh, yeah, but you can like touch it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Gold is actually a pretty good, pretty good comparison. Like, yeah. uh, whereas like the US dollar loses and gains value over time. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's yeah. still a dollar um and, and i guess bitcoin's the same way but i don't know it's all yeah. a myth you guys know, know about crypto i don't know yeah i've made a decent chunk of change off of it yeah i mean so. evan's evan's wheeling and dealing i'm not wheeling and dealing i put like 300 dollars in and it's it's done pretty well that's it's about it done pretty well it's sitting there i haven't even pulled it out or used it i don't know what i'm gonna do with it uh it will pay a bill eventually probably it's, <laughs> it's actually funny that you you brought up the sixers because over the last couple of weeks, the Sixers, um, I would say the Sixers fan base more than anything has been kind of under the microscope because of how they dealt with the whole Ben Simmons thing. Um, and I think Philly fans just in general get a, get a bad rap. Yeah, we threw batteries at Santa. You know, it just it happens. Growing up on kids. We boo the guy who we just gave $330 million to because he hadn't hit a home run yet. And then, then he hits a home run. And we're like, wow, we love him. Yeah, we we have gotten a reputation for booing stars out of the city. And, and you know what? Whether that's valid or not, whatever. But this week, Philly fans were not the worst fan base. Hey, we were sitting sitting pretty on the throne of worst fans. Tyron Matthew uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, he said that Kansas City has... The most toxic fans. That is what he said. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I also don't think so. He he. This this is classic team not doing well, lashing out at the fans. Yeah, like this is class A. Believe me, I know. I know about that. <laughs> yeah, I was just I've seen say, it. I felt it. That's a firsthand experience. Like, we're, we're talking. And it's just from, like uh, you just have to like shut up and deal with it. I'm sorry. Like. Even as a fan whose city is known for that, just shut up and deal with it. Sorry. <laughs> you heard them, Kansas City. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Just don't it. react. Like that's the best thing to do is just not I, react. I kind of get where they're coming from though. Like if you have Pat Mahomes, you're you know expecting to win football games. You've been the last three AFC Championship games. Yeah, like, yeah I you've mean been the Super Bowl the last two years. Yeah, like Travis Kelsey, he's not hurt. Uh, Tyreek Hill, he's not hurt. So what the heck? Like why are we scoring? Three lost points. To Tom Brady, and you now have the Russell Wilson syndrome. Yeah. Why are we scoring three points against the Tennessee Titans, <laughs> who lost to the Jets? <laughs> that means the Jets are the best team in the NFL. Some, you know, and some. You, you beat the Jets. That means Patriots are back on top. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm beaming until we lose by like 50 today against the Chargers. So I don't know. I I'm, think the Chargers might have played their hand too much i don't know i don't know but you know i i get where kansas city's coming from you got high expectations uh and the one thing that you you kind of needed to improve was the defense right yeah uh in the super bowl tom kind of carved them up so you go into this season i don't know that they made any significant moves on the defensive end of the ball uh and they're getting torched i mean they cannot stop anyone and the yeah. fans are letting them know, hey, you know, this is not what we expected. Yeah, they almost let the Eagles come back and win. Exactly. That, that's how you know. That, I mean, <laughs> that is the fact that they're letting teams just hang around and they know, you know, Pat Mahomes has to put up 35, 40 points a game or else we're probably not going to get a chance because the defense not going to do anything. Uh, it's not con- complimentary football. Uh, and yeah. I can understand the fans getting a little upset about that. I can. However player who plays defense by the way yeah you don't really have room to call them toxic i mean yeah you have expectations you didn't leave you know you didn't live up to the expectations they're gonna let you hear about it i mean that's it's their right as a fan absolutely what do you want them to sit quiet like just in a stand and cheer only when cheers are supposed to happen yeah i i think that that message i i don't know what it is but the players think like, oh, the fans are only there to support me. And, you know, it, there's no accountability then. Yeah. Right. I like Matthew what, would not last in New York or Philadelphia. Like, I'll say that. genuinely, what's not holding them accountable? If they lost every single game, are we just supposed to be like, well, okay. When you have like Super Bowl aspirations. What's Detroit doing right now? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, those fans, God. Whew. If you're a Lions fan, yikes. You might get a win today. Una. No. No wins for Detroit this week. <laughs> I, I, no wins. If it's going to happen, it's going to be no, this week. No, 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 no Detroit wins. Now, one last fan story before we go to break that happened this week. Uh, there was a fan at a Lakers game. and Already trouble. <laughs> and Rajon Rondo, one of the point guards for, for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I know slightly bit about him he was on the sideline and he was inbounding the ball and this guy was just yapping in his ear yap 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 okay and he you know rajan rondo says a couple words back there's a little exchange of words going on uh he inbounds the ball goes to the corner there was a foul called at the top of the key so there was you know a little bit of a stoppage in play and during the stoppage in play rajan rondo goes over to the fan, points at him with a finger gun, and just starts unloading the trigger. Blasts him? Yes. Just starts going <laughs> right at him. the clip. And the guy, like, feels some sort of embarrassment, I guess, about being, like, called out <laughs> like this. And he hits Rajon Rondo's hand out of the way 
Well, then security's like, nope, can't touch players. You're out of here. They threw the guy out, and they asked Rajon Rondo afterwards. They're like, what happened there? And he's like, honestly, uh, he was, you know, he was taunting me. He was, you know, just <laughs> saying some real dumb stuff. So I just wanted him to get kicked out. So I just put my hand in his face. I knew he was going to touch me, and he got kicked out. Damn. That's, that's cold. That is... That is cold. Like, what that else is, do you do? A guy's unloading a finger gun right in your face. Honestly, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like for 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 Rondo, I so think that's pretty savage. funny. Like, <laughs> and and of course the guy's like, <laughs> slaps his hand out of the way. Oh my god, gets kicked out of the Staples Center. I don't know if he, I it, think they should have both been pointing finger guns at each other. <laughs> that would have been funnier. Shoot out, like, yeah, it's like a little western. See, that would have been more fun. Oh. It would have been. But yeah, the guy was just like some, you know, had some embarrassment about it. He's like, don't look at me. And then Rajon Rondo, they said like, hey, what was the, the gun thing you did there? And he's like, oh, I was just pointing at him. Just pointing at him. What gun thing? Him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it is. You could see the video. It's clearly the thumb just flexing up and down. Oh, man. Wow, that's but, very funny. Yeah. I, that's one way to deal with fans. One way is just start pantomiming, shooting them in the head, I guess. That's funny. Lakers, most toxic fan base in sports. <laughs> Name it's another not Philly, one. Yeah, man. It's yes. not. I will say, though, this ugh, on Friday morning in my car, I was listening to the morning show at WIP. Good old Angelo. And happy I was, retirement, by the way, Angelo. Yeah. Happy retirement, dude. Get out. Um, <laughs> uh, and I was just like listening to them. And God, the Philly fans might be toxic but the philly media might be even more toxic the oh. sports media in general is toxic i don't know but wi actually i'll just give it the morning and the midday show they latch on to the dumbest stories and push them like no other and then you get the johnny marks and ike reese and they're like hey, you guys want to talk about football instead of this stupid crap we've yeah. listened to all day yeah i was getting so mad with angelo and and like freaking Rhea hughes i'm like stop play like Blowing into his fire and making him torch up. I that's why. Hate that's it. why. I mean, and this is something that I'll let you kind of see here. Like, I don't like talking about like the most controversial topic or um. So, like, I like to see the Rajon Rondo finger gun story. Like, I'd rather talk yeah. about that because it's funny. Uh, then I'd rather talk about like what do the Lakers need to add before they are a title contender? Like, I, I don't Well, like... everyone's already talking about that. <laughs> no, I what yeah, I'm... that's why I don't like talking yeah. about it. What I'm talking about is this, like, myth that Jeffrey Lurie is calling plays. Like, oh, yeah. Why is that? That would never happen. Like, yeah. and if that is happening, like, there's no way no one would say anything about it. Like, it, it, the only reason people are saying it is because in an interview once, he's like, I like to pass. Like, right. We'd love to see a pass, a high-powered passing offense. And, and could it and be? every fan is saying that, and Angelo's like, oh, the fans are saying it, so we're going to say it. Like, and, and I mean, it, could it be that the guy who likes passing asked during interviews, hey, how, you know, which do you prefer, passing or running, and hired the coach that said passing? Could that be maybe? I don't know. Oh, that makes so much sense. Right, Like, and then the conversation's over. Done. See, yeah, like, exactly. a, a very easy answer to a dumb question that we have to talk about for four hours. Yeah. No, I, I don't and need then, that. And then we're going off for 45 minutes on why Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I'm like, the oh, dude is six God. and six in freaking Jacksonville. That's like winning the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, but on any other team, <laughs> you're the third string quarterback. 
Stop talking about Gardner Minshew. I, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Sorry. This was me in the morning on no, Friday driving into work. There's nothing left to be said. Sydney, all your all yours. <laughs> <laughs> all right, introducing a new sponsor of the Red Shirt Water Boys podcast, In Case Insurance. Whether you have a car insurance bill that you think could be lower or you're buying your first house and you want to make sure everything's covered, In Case Insurance is right for you. They offer all the services of a big insurance company without all the hoops to jump through to actually make a claim. If we've learned anything over these last few years, it's that life is unpredictable and you can never be too prepared. In Case Insurance has got you covered and the process truly couldn't be easier. Save yourself a headache and head to their website, www.incaseinsuranceco.com for a quote today. That time of year again, leaves are falling and winter's calling. You don't want to be out in the elements doing yard work this year. Did you know your favorite robotic lawnmower has fall and winter attachments to keep you inside and warm during these cold months? Try the new Groomba Rake and Roll system. Their patented leaf detection algorithm finds all the fallen leaves in your yards, leaving no spot untouched, guaranteed. Once the leaves are collected, they're rolled into a bale for you to easily remove. Pair this with the ever-popular Groomba Snowblade, and your yard, sidewalk, and driveway will be clean all year long. Both the rake and roll and the Snowblade systems are available for the first time in the Groomba Fall and Winter Bundle, exclusively sold at Home Improvement Haven. Tell them Evan from the Retro Water Boys sent you. And now for your headline huddle. The NFL's last unbeaten team was finally taken down this week on Thursday Night Football. The now 7-1 Cardinals dropped their first game of the year to the visiting Packers. The game was put out of reach when the Cardinals wide receiver A.J. Green and QB Kyler Murray couldn't connect in the end zone with 15 seconds left on a play that resulted in an interception. The 1972 Dolphins remain the only team in NFL history to have no losses in a season. Jake Paul announced this week that he will be fighting Tommy Fury in December. This is Fury's eighth boxing match and is undefeated in his previous seven bouts. Paul, known for content creation and his upstart boxing career, will look to prove his worth against heavyweight champion Tyson Fury's half-brother. And finally, PETA has kindly asked Major League Baseball to discontinue the use of the term bullpen and instead go with a more animal-friendly arm barn. In the letter to the commissioner's office, PETA explained bullpen refers to the area of a bull's pen where bulls are held before they're slaughtered. It's a word with speciesist roots, and we can do better than that. Switching to arm barn would be a home run for baseball fans, players, and animals. Back to you, Evan and Silas. Arm barn? There's a lot of things that need to change about baseball. I don't think bullpen is. That's not one of them. <laughs> Come on, PETA. <laughs> Stay in your lane, man. Um, I have a little thing uh, like adjacent to the Jake Paul thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is another YouTuber, which is where Jake Paul comes from, uh, who challenged someone to a fight and they backed down another YouTuber, but is now oh, has an open challenge to any person, any famous person, any content creator. They'll get a million dollars and they just have to fight him. And, and he is like, he changed his Twitter to like Ian, the fight promoter like in the last couple of days and he's taking applications for people to fight him. The dude is probably six one, 140 pounds. Okay. So he's a string bean. Yeah. So I'll just 
I'll put, DM him. No, I'll put in your application. That's fine. Then, uh, I, I'd fight him. You would? <laughs> yeah, why not? For a wow. million dollars? Let's do it. Sold. But uh, it's <laughs> This all, is our chance. It, it. Other, than, other than the person he's challenging to fight, the rest of the money goes to charity. Oh, okay. So he's trying to, I guess he's trying to bait someone to look like the greedy person. Sure. Hey, man. Yeah. There's worse things to look. Yeah. Right? Well, not really, but that's okay. Well. <laughs> the World Series is going on. <laughs> It um, is? Yeah, you wouldn't know by the thought. headline huddle, but yeah, there is a World Series <laughs> going on. Uh, and unfortunately, the Braves are up three to one. I mean, what is life at this point? Three? Yeah. I missed one. <laughs> yeah, last night they came back and won at home. Yikes. Dumb. <sighs> Not great. But again, I don't want to focus on what do the Astros need to do to get back in this series? What I want to focus on is uh, Charlie Morton. In game one, the Braves pitcher took the broken a, leg guy. Yeah, took a 102 mile an hour ball off the shin, uh, which we later found out broke his leg, uh, and then continued to pitch. Yeah, that's he's a trooper. I mean, that is. <laughs> I don't know. He's a Braves player. I can't. I can't <laughs> sympathize. I, with you him. know, I don't want to do this where you know we we praise the Braves for being yeah. you know. That's another thing they were doing on WIP Friday morning. Praising the Braves? Praising Charlie Morton. Oh, I mean, uh, come Charlie on. Charlie Morton deserves his... Hold on. That, yeah. The, well, the, no, they were, like, they were like, we're rooting for the Braves because I can't root against cheaters. I'm like, okay. Why? You can't root for cheaters. Like, that telling me that means you'd root, the cow, root for the Cowboys if they were playing, I don't know, the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I guarantee you they wouldn't cheer for the Patriots. Or I guarantee they wouldn't cheer for the Cowboys. I don't, I don't know. Evan. I don't know. The Apparently, Patriots cheating just, is the big Patriots enough, just played the Cowboys. Who'd you cheer for? Oh, the Patriots. Thank you. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. That's but, what but I'm I, I am an informed fan. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess you are. You know, it's fine. Uh, the Houston Astros deserve to be in the World Series. Anybody who says otherwise just it does not know the sport of baseball, and I'd like for them to challenge me on that. So I, I don't care. I just don't want the Braves to win. Okay, so. that, and that's where I am. So that's where I am. I hate the Braves. I'd say the same thing if the Mets were there, same thing if the Nationals were there. I, I can't root against a division or, or root for a division. It's extra runner. bad because you. it's the Braves, though. It, it is. It is. It's, it's, it is absolutely. it's so much worse because it's the Braves. Uh, and actually, they, you know, a guy, a guy pitched with a broken leg. I mean, that's unbelievable. And then 16 pitches. After the inning, he finishes the inning where he got his leg broken. He finishes that inning. Then he goes into the dugout and with said broken leg goes, I can get a couple more outs. Goes back out there, gets one more out, and then he comes off. But, like, he then apologized <laughs> after the game. It was like, I probably could have gone longer in that game. A game <laughs> that the Braves sorry. won, by the way. Yeah. Like. <laughs> the Braves don't deserve him. They, they, you know what? They don't. <coughs> get that right. out. Get that out while you can. Better out than in you. That's what I say. <sighs> that's, that's Shrek. Yep. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, let's finish this candy bracket already. I'm, are you guys done with it already? I kind of forgot. We still had to finish it. Honestly, yeah, we do. Uh, we're on the premiere candy day of the year. Yeah, but it's like Halloween. the premiere candies have already been eliminated. Like somehow I think the premiere candy is still no, you in zip here. your <laughs> lip, you zip your lip because the premiere candies are gone. Uh, I don't know how we got to this point. But here we are, my four, my top five candies, not on the list. Uh, I, I'll go out on a limb. I, I said I wrote on the list. We kind of blew this one. I, I didn't blow it. 
Okay. I was, that, that was not my fault. Okay. Whose fault was it? Mine? So anyway, uh, <laughs> the final we have Crunch Bar and Reese's. Uh, Ooh, great candies. Wow, that silence is deafening. Yeah, it really is, because I'm not, like, excited to go about this matchup. I mean, I, it's David and Goliath here. And I didn't vote for David to be here. No, <laughs> Goliath. I don't know which one's which. <laughs> which one is which? Goliath is obviously, you know. You know. One in orange and you black. Know. Yeah, you know, you know. Orange and brown? So, the official colors? I will be voting... Uh, Probably out of spite, I think. You're the spoiler. Wow, I can't believe you're going to vote out of spite on this. And he's the spoiler. And Evan's obviously going to vote his heart. Now, uh, these two, I will say, these two candies are not the worst candies. They're not. They're just not my favorite Halloween candy. I don't know why you guys put it into this frame of Halloween candy. Because like, when I you're, think... You're, hold on, but you're... you're Level of enjoyment of candy changes throughout the year? Absolutely. Easter, I have candies I like better. Yeah, hold on. Let me flip through my calendar. It's Halloween, Evan. That's yeah. why. That's why we put that on there. Oh, Christmas yeah, yeah, candy, well, different. I get that. Yeah, what? Hello? Not eating jelly beans for Halloween. Thank you. You aren't? Are you? Starburst jelly beans for Halloween? That's a great no. treat. Absolutely not. No, no, no. I it's like all sin. candies all times of the year. I don't. Is there a candy that you like during one part of the year and the candy you don't like part of the year? Jelly beans I only like around Easter. Uh, I don't, I'm what, hap- a- what happens scientifically that changes your taste? <laughs> the time of year. Yeah. The holiday. The marketing. You don't, you don't pick up a candy cane in August? No offense. I'm not eating a peep during any other oh, I time of the year. Not. I am eating a peep anytime there's a peep in front no, of me. No. Uh, I just won't <laughs> do it. It's, it's like one of those things. I'm like, oh, that's... That's Easter. I'm 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 getting this feeling that I am on the odd side of this. So I don't think you I are. I don't up. think you are. <laughs> Sydney, you can count us down. We will vote whether we're crunch or Reese's. Crunch or Reese's. That's what we're voting on. This is for the whole kit and caboodle. The whole kit and caboodle. Yes. Kitchen sink. This is to be the red shirt water boys Halloween candy of the year. Go ahead. Twenty twenty-one. Three. Two, one. Reese's. Sydney, looks like you get to decide the entire kit and caboodle. I'll pick Reese's. Nice. And there you have it, guys. The king stays at the top. (laughs) I mean, it's whatever. Milky Way wouldn't have beat Reese's either. Yeah, no way. Zero chance. Uh, yeah, no, probably not. So getting back to the, to the World Series thing, uh, the Braves in the World Series. Let's just highlight that. Yeah. Uh, them being in the World Series has kind of brought some national attention to to some of the things that Braves fans have done for for years. Yeah. Were, you, were you doing this hand motion on purpose? I wasn't. I was yeah. not doing that on purpose. But that is what I'm referring to. Gotcha. Uh, people who hate the Braves, like me, um, know it as the chop. People who are fans of the Braves. Also known it as the chop. Uh, <laughs> People um, who are adjacently fans of the Braves but have never been to a game might know it as the chop. They might actually, yeah, they know it as a chop. Um, and it, it, what it is, it's it's just 
an off-putting, you know, chant that is like rooted in some racism uh and you're just putting it so gently it boggles my mind that we're in 2021 and we're still doing it uh and not like a couple guys that are like going rogue doing it it's like no we're putting it on the fanavision and saying do the chop with us and like (laughs) you know encouraging the entire stadium to do it uh and i feel like this is a long time coming because now they're in the world series. People are watching it happen in Atlanta and they're like, yikes, are we, are we still doing that? Like, you know, the Washington football team changed their name and that's the Washington football. The Cleveland guardians are the Cleveland guardians. Exactly. And yet Atlanta is chopping and like (laughs) chanting. uh, And it's just, it's very cringy to to watch it and you know obviously i'm not the only one because there have been several articles written about it um by high you know authority people in in sports media so all of that to be said the commissioner of baseball got involved of course as you know it goes to the top because everyone's like hey this is literally the last couple games of your sport this season and people are worried that racism is being (laughs) performed right yeah. in front of us uh and rob manfred man he sucks <laughs> i hate him more than i hate roger goodell like wow. well he's killing baseball like he's he, oh, every man. turn he's like i could go right and make the sport better and more palatable for a bunch of people or i can go left and make it more miserable and i hate it yeah uh he this is what he had to say about it he said it's important to understand that we have 30 markets around the country and that all of those markets are not the same. The Braves have done a phenomenal job with the Native American community. And that was his quote on, on why they're able to continue doing that. Um, does that not sound like he's like, oh, it makes money, so scram. No, I mean, that that's exactly literally what, what that is. Like. Yeah. Uh, like, what a piece of garbage. I, I just... And like... Maybe you're asking, like, wait, the Braves work with the Native Americans? Oh, that, you know, that solves everything, doesn't it? No. Uh, he, what he's referring to is he's talking about the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, which is just one of the many groups of Native Americans in that region, um, and specifically a contract that they signed to say, like, yes, you can, you know, continue doing that. Um, but the person who signed the contract has been, you know, quoted as saying, had I known what they were going to use it for and how much it's it's perpetuating the the yeah the yeah. like oppression of native americans if you know if they knew that it was going to do that because you know there's atlanta braves fans yeah in atlanta but there's atlanta braves fans everywhere and if you have people everywhere doing the chop uh and, and like chanting and you know just making a mockery of of an entire culture of people uh that that's Probably not something that we need to do. No, but um, it's okay. They have EBCI night at Truist Park, so it's fine. They can do whatever they want, I guess. Also, Rob Manfred is Native American? No. Oh, okay, so oh. <laughs> so uh, why? I don't think he gets to speak on it, right? Make a decision for an entire group of people without yeah. having talked or been a part of the community of that entire group of people. Right. And, and I mean, to be fair, I am also not Native American, so like that's something that but what the point the point that i'm trying to make is that it's it's a name you know the name change that 
Uh, the chop, why do we need to do that? It's not like we couldn't think of a more creative way to get the fans involved at a game. You know, um, there are, you know, steps that could be taken to alleviate some of this blatant racism that happens every, every week, uh, every day that there's a game there. Um, and I think it comes down to like the baseball traditionalists who mm-hmm. are like, oh, yeah. it's going to change baseball. And that's so bad. And I would say I'd point to the Cleveland Guardians. They did it pretty much under the radar. Like mm-hmm. nobody was, I mean, with people were saying, hey, change the name. But like they weren't in the World Series. And then people were like, got to change it now. Yeah. You know, it, they did, their hand wasn't forced. They changed it. Um, Pretty proactively, I would say. Yeah, they didn't have the court of a pub, of like public opinion too. Like, wa- the Washington football team is doing great, moving in a good direction. But one thing I wish they didn't do is they didn't put out like all these things that were like, we need public input on this. Like all the time, they should have done it not behind closed doors, but with sources that are not sources, but like with community members who this affects and talking with them and maybe just keeping it within like Washington DC area. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, le- I mean, leaving it to the people who care. Right. And not right. like, I, I understand like, again, let the national media do whatever, but sometimes the national media can dictate in a bad way sometimes. Yeah. But I think the guardians did it well. A quick tangent. Uh, the guardians, are you following what's happening with their naming thing? No, that they're being sued by a roller derby group. Oh There's like a federal lawsuit happening because they don't have rights to the name. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're a major league baseball team. They'll be fine. I don't, I don't know. Trad- who just... Baseball traditionalists. No, I mean, really like the roller derby. Come on, please. They're going to get swamped. Just put Mott Rob Manfred in there. He'll figure it out. What a piece of garbage he is. Uh, but what are the, what are the names, right? Like what could you make the Atlanta baseball team? Uh, and one of the options that, was written about by Clinton Yates, who writes for the Undefeated. Um, he said he wants them to be the Atlanta Hammers. I whatever. That's a stupid name, but they're a stupid team, so I guess that's fine. <laughs> and it's because <laughs> of like Hank Aaron, you know, hammering Hank Aaron. Call them the Hammers. Yeah. And like you could just make the symbol instead of like the hatchet thing. You just make a hammer. Hmm. Pretty easy. That's kind of interesting. Pretty easy fix. Why don't they pick another bird like their other two big teams? Yeah, the Hawks. The Hawks. And the the Falcons. Falcons. Do they have a hockey team? They did. It was the Thrashers. That's like a bird. It was. It was Their mascot was a bird. Oh. Hello, Atlanta Braves. Get on the bandwagon. Get, pick a bird, man. Yeah, pick a bird. Just not the Eagles. Don't pick the Eagles. Just, there's no other eagles anywhere, so there you go. That's fine. Speaking of animals, thank yeah. God, <laughs> PETA. Nobody takes them seriously because <laughs> yikes. I mean, do you think PETA? <laughs> next, they're going to be coming after the Orioles and the Tigers and you know all the of lions these teams, and the Eagles. <laughs> all these teams that are named after uh, you know animals are going to be like, let's change those things too. Mm. Strange. In which case, we're going to have the Washington Armada before you know it. Ugh. <gasps> Washington Monuments, here we come. (laughs) There is so much to love about Maui State. The people, the sports, and most definitely the beach. But the best part is that we are now accepting applications for the spring semester. You can have the future you've always wanted for yourself while having fun and learning around some great people. 
Apply before December 1st and we'll waive your application fees. And we'll even throw in a free Big Waves fan shirt to wear to all of the sporting events across campus. Maui State, ride the wave to your future. And we're back with the Red Shirt Waterboys podcast. Uh, the other big news, I mean, big if you're on the internet. You on the internet, Evan? Or Yeah, I'm on the internet. Okay. I hit, I hit the web. <laughs> I surf. I surf the web. Uh, Facebook, the company that owns Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus, and several other tech giants. Yeah. They changed their name. They will no longer be known as Facebook. Uh, they will be known as Meta. Why does Muck, Mark, Muck, Muck Zuckerberg, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Mark Zuckerberg, like, is he completely, like, not self-aware about, yes. like, what he looks like? Yes. I'm not making fun of the way he looks, but he doesn't have to get, like, a bowl straight line haircut, and he doesn't have to look like a cyborg. He is a cyborg. I'm convinced <laughs> that man's a robot. Like, Just, who also, Mark, you do not have to do these announcements stop that's what putting I mean. yourself out there like even uh tim cook i almost called him tim apple <laughs> <laughs> timmy apples uh like tim cook he's only on stage for five minutes and then he brings on his engineers the experts, like the yeah. experts on the product and meanwhile mark zuckerberg's like let me release a 25 minute video of me in a weird like room describing the metaverse wait did you see oh did you see in the one clip there's a container of sweet baby ray's yes. barbecue sauce sitting on a bookshelf why <laughs> like, I, I don't know if that's like him being quirky you know it's not like, quirky oh. <laughs> but like mark zuckerberg legitimately has made enough money for the rest of his life he never has to work a day in his life again mm-hmm. and yet he just oh he continues to put himself out there he just and won't be like, go away i will introduce the product i will be the spokesperson i, I don't know if you like focus grouped this no one likes you dude yeah no one even even Elon Musk isn't on stage the whole time during a Tesla announcement. And that's like Jeff Bezos. He makes other people do it. Like, oh, certainly he would never get on camera. That's what ever. I'm saying. Like, unless it's like the most important thing or he's, he's going to space there. and like Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> still just does it himself. And I n- will not understand that because just why would you do work when you don't have to Mark? Why? Yeah, I don't get it. Sydney thoughts on the metaverse. Dumb. Yeah, he's like, we're going to make the world tech advanced. And like, he's talking about people as a hologram going to a concert. And I'm like, okay, this is, it's gone too far. Meta. And, and have you seen the videos of him like doing the VR meetings? Yes. So, like, I'm, I'm not about for scripting like a, 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 demo, a demo, a demonstration or an interview or whatever. But you gotta, like, with him... Someone write him a script because I know he can read. He went just, to Yale. I think, just right? give him give him something to read because I'm not convinced he's he can read. Not good off the cuff. Like, give him bullet points. Sydney. Sydney, Tell him Sydney. what to say. Sydney, this is a bad take by you. Give him a headphone. He like went to freaking, Harvard. Okay, and you just said he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> Make it like SpongeBob. I don't think he's a human. When he is like learning, to put take it on the poll. Put it on the poll. Is Mark Zuckerberg a human? Yes or no? And then immediately after that, does Mark Zuckerberg, human or not, know how to read? <laughs> wow. You, big you will, ifs, that, if thens. You will lose this, guaranteed. 
Uh, yeah, I just ugh. another another billionaire who's easy to hate. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, like there are there. I, I feel that every billionaire is easy to hate. Oh, oh that's certainly. just me. Yeah. Uh, but Mark Zuckerberg, in particular, like, I don't know if he like needs to be liked, and that's why he's like, this is my chance to really like get people to like me. Again. You're saying like, maybe he's like lonely. Yeah, he's a lonely robot. <laughs> Does he? I don't think he's married. He's married. He is. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure he's married to someone who used to run Reddit for a little bit too. Priscilla okay. Chan. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg likes to. Smoke meats. Did you know that? Oh my god! Have you seen that video? No. <laughs> He's like, I'm here in my backyard. Is we're that not something a robot some... would do to convince <laughs> us all that he's not a robot? <laughs> we're going to smoke some meat. Like what's that's trendy? Sweet smoking meat. meats. <laughs> I'm going to now smoke meats in my backyard with sweet baby rays. Like what the? Not a sponsor. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't real. Hold on. Talk... Quick, 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 quick oh. question. Quick question. Question. Who is more easy to hate, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg. No, Elon Musk, easy, easily more Elon easy Elon Musk hate. made a product that is genuinely here to, I think, improve the lives of people on Earth. You know, it's to lower emissions. That's I think that's what he made. Zuckerberg. Is pure evil. His products. Machines can't be Literally evil. kill people. And, I, like, I can't. They I make don't know. people Have you feel seen worse it? about themselves. They make people hate each other. They've now helped rig elections. Uh, like, <laughs> say what you want about, okay, about is... Tesla. Uh, yeah, it's a little political. Sorry, Elon Musk is chaotic, but he's not like... He's chaotic. Mark, Zu yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is evil. He is evil. evil. No, see, evil I, think, I think Elon Musk is like the quintessential like movie supervillain. Where he's like, who? I'm going to sit in my lair and whatever. While Mark Zuckerberg is the evil AI robot that was like uh like made to like make the world better but is now like sorry i cannot comply i will kill you now yes, to keep the world safe yeah, like that kind like, of join thing join my metaverse so i can murder you all yeah, yeah. now that's why i think of mark zuckerberg he's garbage anyway <laughs> speaking of things that aren't real yes fantasy football oh, that was yeah. good that Thank was a good you. segue you got, hey i worked on it segway king i tried um somehow some way Evan has ended up on the top of our fantasy football league. Yes, sir. Doesn't sit right with me. What do you mean? So this is a this is a call to action to anybody playing Evan uh, and anybody in the league. Really, set your lineup. Hit those waiver wires. I want Evan to <laughs> lose. Uh, and you know what? I think you're coming up on some difficult games here. So uh... hopefully, if you're listening to this. You will set your lineup against Evan. I think the closest game I had was against you. <laughs> well, actually, all of my games have been kind of close. No, no, no. I think week ten. You're coasting. What do you mean I'm coasting? No, I have I'm just I saying. have the most points of anyone, and uh, I have you have the least points against second least points against. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you know who has the most the least points against total? The person in second place, Andrew. Well, who, who Listen. also has the second most points. So we we it's are because you guys set your lineup defense. and the people you're playing against do not set their lineups. Well, I beat you, you set your lineup. Yeah, okay, that's one person. <laughs> you beat one legitimate team. One. So everybody, listeners, set your lineups. Add free agents. If you have injuries, use that IR. Do something because <laughs> this man, like Mark Zuckerberg, needs to be stopped. I don't know. I think I have a good team. I think I just have a good team. You do have a pretty good team. They're pretty pretty consistent. 
Um, and, and you know, I'm moving up. I've I've won last week, so that was great. Uh, and my playoff spot is on the line this week. I am playing a person in sixth place. I am in seventh place. So I need to just get in the playoffs so that I can prove Evan is a fraud and I can beat him in the playoffs. So that's that's what we're hoping for. I don't know. I had my first. I I constructed my team to have like two bye weeks the entire year. Mm-hmm. So I had my first one and I survived. So my next one is week fourteen. Do you know who you're playing? That might be playoffs. By that, it point, is right? playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's because most of my team is Colts. Well, my most of my team is Colts and Bengals. So there you go. Uh, and just like I predicted, uh, Statman Doug's team, he's on the rise. He's coming. He's on the rise. He's, I think he's 10th now in the league. He's won two weeks in a row. He is firing up the, the He's score. ninth. I'm 10th. There you go. See? Even better. He's better than Sydney. Three That's not four. hard to do. Sydney sets your lineup. Doug, don't pat yourself on the back too hard. There's a lot of teams who are three and four. Evan? Yeah. <laughs> are you ready to, to pick a a charity? Sure. Are you? I think so. What are we going with this week? Hmm. I said USO last week and it was public schools. Let's. What's the spookiest one? <laughs> American Red Cross. Oh, you read blood. my mind. I was, gonna, I was willing you blood. to pick that. Here we go. It's not the American Red Cross, uh, but it was a red spot on the wheel. Oh. Special Olympics walks away with the donation this week. Nice. Not doubled, obviously, because Evan. Sorry. <laughs> you ruined it. But now let's get to the game picks presented by my vet bet. Nice. <laughs> Evan, last week, rough week. Yeah. Whoops. This is why I don't bet on my own team to win or cover, I don't like it because I, I just don't like it. He picked the Eagles plus two against the Raiders. They needed plus 11. 11, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it's all right. All right. <laughs> uh, who are you going with this week? I'm going Tampa minus four to the Saints. I think that line's too close because mm. I don't think the Saints are that good. Yeah. They're too wishy-washy. Is um, Taysom Hill still out with that big concussion he had? <laughs> I do not know. I, I do not Jameis know. Is, Jameis is... He's so. fighting people on the sideline already. Like He's been there for a year, and he's already doing that. The Saints were really good, and then really bad, and then really good, and then really bad. And now they've just kind of like, eh, all right. You know? Yeah. So I, I think that's a pretty good pick, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Colts plus four last week against the 49ers. They won, so that's a win Rushed for me. Them. I am now taking the Falcons minus two and a half against the Panthers. Falcons offense looks good. Kyle Pitts coming into form. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, man. And the Panthers are trending in the wrong direction. Seems like <laughs> you're, the Jets virus gets another team. <laughs> it does, Spreading. baby. Woo! And you have former Patriot Stephon Gilmore playing his first game for the Panthers. Uh, enjoy losing, Stefan. Oh my god! Enjoy losing. This is a classic Patriot mindset. It's like you leave the team. Better luck next time, bub. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> he, he wanted all this money. He thinks he's worth it. Yeah. Well, you got to play all the games, not just the ones after week six. Okay. 
How's that sound, Stefan? Stefan. God, what a guy. Thanks for the Super Bowls, though. Appreciate you. Sydney, who are you going with? Taking the 49ers, minus 4.5 against the Bears. Interesting pick here. Uh, the Trey Lance game. Now, last week, Sydney picked the Cardinals minus 20 against the Texans. Somehow that hit. Yeah. Don't sound so surprised. Uh, I mean, it seems like betting against the Texans to lose by double digits is a smart thing to do. We're all four and three here in this space right now. Which tells you what. I mean, like... It's just chaos. It is. I mean, these people. Vegas does their job. You you will maybe go 500 if you do this all season. So hopefully one of us proves Vegas wrong. Yeah. Uh, and you hey, know if who the Eagles to... were four and three, I'd be happy. So. <laughs> oh. Isn't that sad? Hey, man. Ten games to go. Ten. Ga- That's the thing. Ten games to go. We got time. We got nothing but time. We got we all the go time fourteen in the world. and three. Plus playoffs. Starts this week. Yep. Get your fertilizer out. <laughs> fertilizer. Nice. The Red Shirt Waterboys podcast. Need a refill? Listen to past shows by subscribing to our podcast feed. Stay in the loop by following us on social media. On Twitter, at redshirt underscore pod. On Instagram, redshirt underscore waterboys. Or just email us at redshirtwaterboys at gmail.com.